How many of you take credit cards for your business or use some type of merchant account? I know I do. And on this episode of Hartford Business Beat, I have two people on from a company that they handle that. They take care of stuff like that for you. And actually, I'm going to be going over to them in the near future. And I'm sure some of you are already using them. Some of you may not be. But I think after you hear this episode, whether you're a chamber member or not, if you own a business, if you accept payments, you're probably going to switch over to them. So let's go meet this member of the chamber. Hit the intro. Let's get this thing started. Welcome to Hartford Business Beat, featuring members of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Hartford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Hartford County. Go to HartfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the chamber. So today we're actually sitting here with Donnie Lala and Connie Hess of USB Payment Processing. They are a member of the chamber, and we're going to find out about USB Payment Processing and then talk a little bit about the chamber. So first of all, welcome, Donnie. Welcome, Connie. (laughs) Connie and I see each other all the time because we're on the um, Membership Development Committee. Actually, I haven't seen you in the virtual happy hour in a while. No, I haven't been in a while. I need to get back on that. Are you? Do you do the um, coffee and connections on Wednesday? I, sometimes I do. Okay, I, I do too. I, yeah. I wasn't able to make the last one, but I'm. I think I'm scheduled for this one. Was the last the one virtual? One. No, they had it in person. Okay. Yeah. The one before that was virtual, and I think we had like forty yeah. some people on. Yeah. It, it was awesome. Yeah. But I like the in person. I would love to do the in person. The only problem because it, it's Wednesday mornings. Right. And a lot of times, headed from here to Bel Air, yeah. and if I got a podcast recording and setting up, it's like, yeah, 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 because it's at eight, eight to nine. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm up, <laughs> usually up anywhere between four thirty and five thirty, but it's still, it's, you know, no. fix that, Heather. For <laughs> sure. So USB payment processing. Give us a little history about USB. Sure, sure. Uh, first of all, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. We. Um, USB payment processing started uh, back in Baltimore City. Uh, our, our first uh, address was 817 North Calvert Street. Mm. And we provide uh, the ability for small to medium-sized businesses to accept payments uh, for, their, for their businesses. You know, back in 1996 when we first started, so we're in our, we're in our 27th year, um, it was, the predominant was you know, the, the credit card terminals, putting them in, in small to, you know, those smaller and medium-sized businesses. Everything from restaurants to to hair salons, to, you know, the shoe store, the athletic right. wear. And, uh, you know, we've, over the years, it's, I think back now how long it's been, you know, the technology has grown, the solutions have grown, um, people's needs and, and wants. And, you know, and as a result, uh, not only have we you know, developed a payment component to what we do, there is, you know, there's a service component to what we do. There's also, because everybody needs service. And, and right. They left, they, you know, we, we are uh, predominantly in the, uh, greater Maryland area. We can go outside anywhere we want. We choose to stay within the within the Mid Atlantic because we could provide a certain Keep level. It local. Yeah, for sure. And uh, during COVID, it was interesting because that these are all things that you know that helped us out down the, you know, in that in that manner. So 
um, you know, 27 years in, in, in delivering payments and doing it. You know, think of us as a, a service provider, no different than you would a BGE or a um, any, your, your Verizon people. And we have right. folks who go out to locations and, and service accounts on a day to day basis. So, 96, I mean, the computer field was growing mm-hmm. back then. What made you decide to start USB? Yeah, I would like to give you like a really um, good answer to that. <laughs> but I would say to you that I was living in, in uh, New Jersey at the time, and I moved down here. I have a, the other principal uh, is Mark Reedman. I said, hey, you know what? I wasn't necessarily happy with what I was doing. I was in pharmaceutical sales and mm-hmm. decided to come down here. My, I had my brother who lived down here, and I stayed with him for a little bit. And, um, you know, that we... The idea was is that it was it was something you know relatively new if you can believe it. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, not everybody took you know payments. They right. Just, they just didn't. So, uh, it was it was it was an exciting time uh, for for merchant. I also think that uh, for me, at uh, I was probably about twenty five, twenty six at the time. You know, your your all of the things that you think could go wrong never entered your mind. You always thought about what was going to go right. Right. So you know, as, as a, I sit in front of you as a fifty one year old, I recognize wow, that was uh, you know. There was certainly a lot more uh, opportunity to fail. I just I, I tended to you know put you know the uh, head down and just you know go forward. So I was fortunate, very very fortunate uh, that things worked out the way they did. Uh, what part of Jersey? I was originally from Central Jersey, not far from Rutgers University. So I was like exit 8A off the turnpike. What is it with exit 8? Yeah, I had somebody else on from really? exit 8. Exit 8. Yes. Listen, we're, we're, what do you call? It? We're a uh, I, we are. I whenever somebody asks me what, like what was Jersey like, I said it's. Where I grew up, it was kind of like, uh, could be Hereford, it could be, uh, I don't know, it could be like, uh, yeah, something like that, like the Hereford zone. Right. Probably, you know. That's before Freehold, before uh, the Freehold exit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, because that's what we talked about, because I was stationed up there, and I remember okay. when I came off, came on my exit for Freehold, there must have been a coffee plant there or something. Because the scent of coffee just really? hit you Permeates. so hard. Okay. Yeah, it woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to drink it, right? Oh, but I loved it. Because I was at Naval Whippet Station Earl, mm-hmm. um, which is Colts Neck. Mm-hmm. So we used to go to Asbury Park sure. all the time, Tom's River, um, oh, New yeah. York. And when we were standing guard, if you're in the tower, you could see the Statue of Liberty and everything. Right. Is, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I love Jersey. Yeah. It gets a bad rap, but it's, there's a, there, there's certainly a good a lot of good that comes to it. But you know, yeah. being down here for 27 years has been been fantastic. The people have you know the people of Maryland. I you know, I have four children. They've all uh, grown up here, and it's uh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have traded I wouldn't trade it for anything because I feel like it's it's been a, like a great place to raise a family. Right. So so with USB started in '96, mm-hmm. and what was it just two of you originally? Just two of us. And before we started, you said you have what 25. Employees now? We now we have twenty five. Yeah, we have twenty five employees, and still keeping it local. Uh, still keeping it local. So, what's the big difference? Because and Connie's been talking to me uh, okay. <laughs> and taught me a lot of things already. So, explain to everybody the big difference of you know using you guys as open uh, for a business to open up a merchant account with you rather than say the big name banks. Sure, sure. You know everything we do is, is personalized. So mm-hmm. we have um, from from the very start of when we you know when we're talking to you to to when we're servicing accounts, everything is done with a human being on the phone. We think that there you know there's there's certainly a lost sense of of what when you're dealing with big, there tends to be uh, this idea that you know in mass quantity you just you know call the eight hundred number you're going to get someone in the other line. You know we have this we have a, a an average uh, average 
rate of, of employment of about 13 years, or they, that's their average tenure. Right. So you have, you know, when you have consistency within your employee base, there's a huge knowledge base that we have. And you know, we think that our deliverables for what we do, uh, the experience, the, the, the merchant experience is significantly different. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we, were, you know, we feel very fortunate is that by doing what we've done over the, over the last uh, 26, 27 years, is you know, we've, in, we've increased our solutions so that we have better solutions today than we did back in the day. Right. Um, we have better people like Connie who can help deliver those solutions, uh, people who are connected within the community who can help spread our good word of what we're doing. Because just like anything else, nobody wakes up on Monday morning and says, gosh, I got to get my new, I got to get a new merchant services provider, right? right? Nobody does. And especially I on a Monday. Yeah, especially <laughs> on a Monday, right? They just, they just don't. What we do know is that when they have the experience with us, um, you know, we make sure that it's a positive one. And if if it wasn't for whatever reason, we learn from it. Right. And, and we make, you know, the, the necessary corrections. But I would say to you that it's, uh, you know, it's certainly been a journey. And I think that every day by having better people coming in every single day, you know, when it comes to new uh, new members of the team at, at USB, and like I said, Connie's been with us for the last uh, year and a half, but I've worked with Connie since probably 2008. You know, we have, oh, wow. Yeah, we have a community bank that we – had worked with, okay, and we were their um, we were their merchant provider, and we do that for a number of credit unions and community banks and right. you know, CPA partners around the, the state. So those are things you know. Again, when you get entrenched in the community, um, you know it's just a, it's a different feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that when, whenever you call to do anything, uh, I always think to myself, they all have the same message, right? That um, their their voicemail has or has recently changed. I said, how did how did everybody recently change at the same time, right? <laughs> and you have to dial, hit this number, that number. But, you know, it, it is refreshing when you call a place and someone answers the phone. Yes. S- simple as that may sound, right? So th- that's something that we want to make sure, and that customer experience is, is, is positive because we think we can get first call resolution, making sure that, you know, the, whatever issue they have is, you know, is, is, is dealt with in as expedient manner as possible. Right. And now you guys, well, because when you start, you probably didn't have the online Correct. And now you do. Yes. So explain to everybody, uh, especially businesses, why it's best to use USB as their merchant versus, say, that double P company. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, interesting you say that. Um, obviously, from a service perspective, getting a hold of us, answering mm-hmm. questions. But we pride ourselves on education because every single year there's a, there's a, there's a, new, there's a nuance um, there are things that, that change within Visa and MasterCard and, and accepting payments. Uh, understanding those nuances, making sure that you know, they work to the benefit of our clients um, is, is important, you know, certainly to the way they take payments, they're, to ensure safety, to make sure they're doing it at a, as low a price point as possible while still receiving you know, that same level of service. Right. I think that uh, you know, for, from where we sit, we, that education component is super important. It's a huge differentiator because most of the people that we compete with are dealing with someone who's been in the business for you know three to six months, maybe a year, and it's just they simply don't have the um, uh, the knowledge base. It, yeah. it, you, you, you know, it's, it's not their fault. It's just they just haven't been doing for as long as we have. So understanding all the nuances and there's plenty of them to make sure that the you know that merchant experience is the best. It is uh, ensuring that they are doing things in a compliant manner, that they are ensuring their safety uh, in, rela- in regards to, hey, is anybody could, you know, any, can anybody breach a terminal, uh, a, a 
point of sale device. And I think lastly, I think that, that you know, to make sure that um, they're doing it at the um, lowest cost possible. Right. So you guys are not just perfect for, say, a small business of 50 on up, but even for, say, somebody doing direct sales, oh, sure. be it Avon or whatever, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you can help that person as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our portfolio you know, can go you know, from anywhere from you know, the one-person contractor, let's call right. it, to the you – know, we have merchants on board that uh, have you know, 500 employees, and they take payments you know, in a number of different ways. So I think that you know, we are we, – you know, when someone says to me, Where, what is your – uh, what's your niche? And my niche is Maryland. I think that I could tell I like you that, that. Um, you know, I could tell you just about, you know, we have a merchant just about in every, you know, town and, and you know, and we feel very, very comfortable in in this space because, you know, it's a unique market. You know, yeah. you can, I mean, you can go, you know, you can be in any one of the, the cities that we have and then be out in the county and people's needs and wants are different. Right. right. The things that, that are important to them. So I think that ultimately for us, uh, the, um, you know, keeping on top on top of technology solutions, making sure that we're doing the things that people want and need. Uh, if it's a one-person outfit or if it's a 50-person outfit, you know, generally speaking, they want to talk to people. They want to feel um, that, you know, it, their business matters. These are people mm-hmm. put there. The last 24 months has worn on people. It has. And I can tell you stories upon stories of talking to small business owners. Um, you want to talk about heartbreaking. I mean, just really, really difficult. And, and helping people along the way. And the other thing I will tell you about Maryland, is, which is, you know, I don't know if it's unique to here, but I just know because it's, it's, it's been my experience. People are very willing to help their fellow man. And it is yes. refreshing in a time when a lot of times you see just people just doing it for themselves. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, the last 24 months have been, you know, a lot of things, but you know, I try and stick to the positives, which is that you see people helping one another, which is, you know, which is fantastic in the small business arena. Well, you s- mentioned to um too donnie about and that's that's the other component of you know usb being local because mm-hmm. you go to church with the same people you go to school your kids go to the same school i mean they're your neighbors right so when covid hit a lot of businesses were being shut down and yeah. this was before because i came on board with usb um after covid hit after the first year because right. covid hit at the beginning of 2020 and I came on board with USB at the end of 2020. Okay. And so USB Donnie and Mark came up with a, a program. Um, talk about yeah. that a little bit because I just thought it was awesome. So you know, we had never we didn't shut down during COVID. There was the office was always open. We always had you know at least there was four of us in the office. And, right. Um, you know we sat around and we were thinking to ourselves like you know like if you go back to March of 2020, March April, it was a really really you know, scary, very strange scary. time, certainly for small business. If you know, there was, there was, you know, everybody was closed. There was no revenue coming mm-hmm. in payroll. No one knew what to do. There were, you know, legislators were trying to figure out how they're going to do this. And, you know, one of the things that we thought about, we said, listen, if you, if you remember, we we're all ordering carry out to try and help out the yeah. folks who were, and, you know, we want to see who was still open, right? Is the plumber still open? Is the, is the electrician still open? Is the, so we decided to um we set up a website uh called uh maryland local open for biz.com kind of a long name but we put it through uh we have a, a fairly large um facebook following with our sister company called maryland local marketing so we do you know social media hmm. uh, email marketing for all small to medium-sized businesses um and um 
you know, the, the, the Maryland local open for biz, we put up a directory and we sent it out to all of the emails that we had um, on file um, to our, you know, to our customer base and to support these people. They, you know, right. they're, they're open. They're battling right now trying to stay open. And it was, uh, it was refreshing, the, the feedback that we got. And like you see, when you don't know what to do, but you're, you, you want to help in some way. It's, it's yeah. it, was, it was difficult. You, people didn't know what to do, right? You're like, you, you, you have to stay open. You, you want to make, continue to do payroll until they figure something out. And, and he said, you know what? There was just a lot of folks who needed um, to know that you know, you know, someone was trying to help, albeit. And hopefully we, you know, we sent customers to, to, or potential customers to you know, people's places so they, were, they knew that they were still open. Yeah, because you think about when this started, you know, everybody was thinking it was going to be three months or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Short time. Right. And I remember, you know, with the podcast part, I've seen companies offering, during COVID, you can use our services for free. Mm-hmm. Of course, they probably didn't realize it was going to be two years plus. Mm-hmm. You know, but, um, I mean, I was, that's one of the things that worried me was other businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hate to see a local business close their doors. It's just, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what they were to be fair right the, the the ingenuity the thing that it does is you know i would say mother necessity it's incredible how you know you can go to any place i don't care if you went to you know to, to bel-air you went to annapolis you go to frederick you go, and you're there like okay we everything's got to be outside so you see people they start to construct mm-hmm. it's like you know you say hey you know what they have these you know entities that are outside there and they figured out they're like okay just tell us what the what are the rules? Right. And they figure it out. So you realize, you know, that there is this fighting quality that is, uh, that, that the local business community has, which is nice. It's, 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 it's refreshing and it's inspiring. And I think that, you know, we draw a lot off a lot of energy because, we, you know, again, we deal with just so many small businesses every day. And, um, you know, it's refreshing to see. And I think that on the, you know, certainly from the payment side, making sure that they had, you know, things like e-commerce, that they had uh, the capacity to accept card not present mm-hmm. transactions. Um, you know, things that are not, you know. Um, Wait a minute, card not present transactions? Sure. What exactly is that? Yeah, so it's a good question. You know, so I, we, whatever that card is not present, so if it's a e-commerce transaction, so they do a, you went to order at, uh, you know, Joe's Pizza, you know, it could be, you know, you're putting your credit card within uh, on that website, so oh, your card's not present. Okay. Or how often do you have it when you go to an automotive Right, you know, and you say, "Hey, listen," he says to you, "I got good news and bad news. You, know, you, you need the, uh, you need, uh, you don't need uh, uh, brake pads, but you need rotors." And now you're like, "Oh, good grief!" Yeah, he gets your credit card number over the phone. He or she does, and then they, you know, they, they so those are all okay. card not present transactions, and all of those transactions, if handled accordingly, will, you know, there there are things that you can do to really offset the expense associated with that. And we we train people. We make sure that there, you know, there, there's a there's a certain level of um, education that goes along with that, not only at the start, but, you know, when they can call into our place and say, hey, I have a problem with this or that, or I have a question regarding, and there's people there waiting to assist. Yeah, and actually, speaking of that part, the education, um, which I love the fact that you actually teach the customers and everything, do you also do teaching about credit card security? Yeah. Okay. That's a, I know that's a big yeah. thing. One of the things I never – used to get, the old day when you went into the restaurants – you know, the waitress or waiter would come by, give you the thing, you put your credit card in there, they take it off or, or walk away with it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I never did. Right. Because remember back then, they used the things. Correct, yeah. Oh, or yeah. it's like, eh, so, but nowadays too, even it's tricky. But you guys teach that as well? Yeah, so 
each individual, um, each individual uh, business type, let's call them vertical, mm-hmm. has their own set of best practices. Like, what are the best practices for a restaurant that uses this type of solution, or right. um, an HVAC merchant who, um, you know, they have drivers out. They have you know, fifteen trucks that go out. Mm-hmm. Their best practices might be a little bit different than the, you know, the HVAC person doing it with only you know one person who's back at you know they're calling everything in so making sure that we customize those best practices for those individuals is super important right. because each business is different you know the good news is i feel like we you know one of the things that we like to do is you know when we learn something and sometimes we learn from the merchant hey we do this and we found it to be useful you know we can say you know without using business types but you say you know best practices can it's kind of a fluid situation you're always looking to make sure what is the thing we can do best to make sure that the outcomes are right. best for that client? So, you know, we're always learning too, always. That's one good thing. I mean, one thing with business, no matter what field you're in, the learning never stops. Yeah, Never sure. stops. No, sure. So, and speaking of drivers and everything, so do you guys offer the devices for mm-hmm. what? Yeah. yeah. I know. You have to, for, for the phones and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, whether it be it for um, – Anytime you're, you know, be it for the uh, for the iPhones or the um, Androids. Androids, you know, mobile payments are just they've gotten really big. Cashless, excuse me, uh, contactless transactions is the that's another COVID word. I don't, I don't yeah, know, <laughs> you know, we talk about contactless uh, is uh, all solutions that are available through us. We're able to 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 do, you know, just about anything on the on the payment side, doing it in a secure manner, making sure that you know a PCI is a term that's used a lot in our business. You know, it's the um, the best you know best practices. Let's call mm-hmm. them for how to handle cardholder data. Um, all things that we're you know we we make sure that the the end user the the, the merchant understands. Hey, here's the obligation you have to make sure we ensure right. you know, credit card information safety. But you know, contactless and um, you know card present with the iPhones and, and and making sure that things are you know options that people have to accept payments are just super important. Uh, and making sure that they they can take payments. Um, Man, I, I didn't even realize you guys did all that. But speaking of important, mm-hmm. one thing we did not cover yet. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Uh-huh. The website and everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for Connie's sure. looking at me like, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, our website is uh, usbne.com. It stands for Northeast, usbne.com. Uh, our phone number is 410-828-4286. And, um, yeah, we look forward to, you know, one thing I will tell people even if we, you know, we want to be able to offer to people, hey, let us take a look where, where you're at. And even if you're not, you decide, hey, I'm, I'm happy with where, where I'm at, we're going to provide you with something that's going to allow your business to, to really, you know, do things in terms of best practices. In a year, two, three, four, maybe that changes and you say, hey, you know what, I'm unhappy with my situation. I want to come back. We're not going anywhere. You know, right. We feel like, you know, hey, you know what, we're, we want to be a resource to every one of the folks um, of the state of Maryland, who are who are business owners, and I think that by doing so, inevitably we um, you know we 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 are, have a greater value than just to you know have a transaction mm-hmm. say let's go from there. So, which gives me an idea. I'll tell you about it after we're done. <laughs> I always like to tell people to um, to go out. Please go out to the website and actually <clears throat> look at our Google reviews because yes. you know people. It's not something that people intrinsically do they will they will put a bad review out before they will put a good review out i mean that's just the human Mm -hmm. nature we are very proud of our google reviews because they really speak to the customer service aspect of what we do because everybody everybody in payments 
can sell payments, right? It's how you operate after that sale that really sets you apart from other people. And I think that everything Donnie talked about, I think, is um, expressed in the types of Google reviews that we get. So I like to always tell people that I'm talking to, just don't take my word for it, you know, because you're looking at me and all your business development for the company. Don't just take my word for it. Look, Look at, at the what the customers are saying. Because I can back saying. it up with that, you right. know. And um, so that I, anybody listening to this, I would encourage to do that too, to take a look at that because it's important. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something that people need to look at even more is your Google reviews and your Facebook reviews. Because, and if there's a, the one thing I love, if there's a bad review, if you have great customer service and customer loyalty, those customers are going to come back and they're going to start giving you good reviews if they see that bad review. I've seen that happen so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait a minute, you're picking on my friend's business? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> The Chamber. Yeah. How long have you guys been with Harford County Chamber of Commerce now? We've been with the Chamber um, about a year and a half, almost a mm-hmm. year and a half now. Um, I, We are um, now located, um, our headquarters is in Towson, right. uh, Maryland. Um, and I'm a, I was a member of the Chamber through my banking career. Um, and so when I came to USB, um, I wanted to bring USB into the the bank, uh, the Harford County Chamber okay. as well, because for one thing, we, as Sonny mentioned, we partner with banks and credit unions, right. a lot of which are here in Harford mm-hmm. County, yeah. and, and members of the chamber, and, <laughs> yeah. and members of the chamber, and um, and I live in an area that's just below the Harford County little area called Fork. So I spend a lot of time in Harford County. My family's in Harford right. County, and I am involved in the Harford County public school system. So it's Harford County is just uh, important, I think, right. uh, to, to do business in. And so because of our bank relationships and so many businesses, um, I thought it was good for us to get USB involved in Harford County Chamber. So It's we, been a good experience. Was USB in any other chambers before Harford County Chamber? Baltimore County, Virginia. Baltimore County. And Towson. Towson Chamber. Chamber Commerce, correct. I didn't realize Towson had their own chamber. Towson does have its own chamber, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ever go to the Towson Festival, Towson, uh, Towson Festival, gosh, I think it's in July. It's been a long time since I've it's been to that. It's the Towson uh, Chamber I mean, that actually puts that really? on every year. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. yeah it's a pretty um, active chamber. That's something else I yeah. learned. There you go, there you go. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's talk about that. Then. What's the big difference between Harford County Chamber and those chambers? Um, I think the difference between Harford County just in general, including the chamber, is I think Harford County is the much more close-knit mm-hmm. business community and really just community. Right. Um, Baltimore County is huge. They have big mm-hmm. Baltimore County. Well, it's ginormous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the businesses are voluminous also. And I don't think there's the um, – I don't think in the Baltimore County chamber, although I like the chamber, and it's a great chamber, but I don't think there's the personal connections right, that, that you have want, yeah. with Harford County. And I think Harford County um, has a lot of businesses that are um, like USB in that they were started and founded, you know, 25, 26 years ago. Mm -hmm. And those owners are still actively embedded Mm -hmm. in that business and have the same mindset that USB does. So I think it's a good um, I think there's a lot of good synergy between us. And the businesses in Harford County. And then, of course, we like I said, we partner with a number of banks that are you know, here in Harford County. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the, one of the first meetings that you attended with the, de, um, the membership development committee, mm-hmm. you had just joined, right? Yes, I had. 
Yeah, because I went out and looked at the uh, the different committees that would right. make sense for me to join. And I know there's a military commi- a committee, but I don't really yeah. have a lot of military background, so I didn't know if that made sense. But the new business membership, uh, because I belong to a lot of other networking mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, organizations as well, I thought, well, that gives me an opportunity to introduce people to the Harford County Chamber. Right. Um, and one of the members that uh, that um, I brought to the chamber was um, ZN Drafting. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they they have just they love this chamber. I also introduced them to the Route 40 Business Association, which is a chamber mm-hmm. member as well because I belong to that as well. And uh, Novi uh, Seegers is ZN Drafting, and she's just she just loves it, and she's very active in the chamber. So Connie doesn't realize I remember that first meeting she was on. There you go. There you go. I was, I we think I was already, I was already co-chair, and yeah. my first thought was Connie Hess is like, is her family? Is that what Hess Road is named? No, no. But it's not. No. It's not. No, we're the poor Hesses, McConnellsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, so man. for any businesses out there that aren't a member of the chamber, explain to them the importance of. Because I'll be honest, and I've said this not, numerous times, I've been. Th- with several chambers throughout you know my career careers um but harford county chamber of commerce i have gotten more out of than any other chamber i've been with and i still don't understand why businesses don't join chambers explain to them the importance of it sure well well for one thing you know you're um exposing your business yourself and your business Mm -hmm. to a variety of different businesses that can add value to what you do and I think that um, it also, for me, um, it opened up a lot of opportunities that are no cost to your business. This podcast is no cost mm-hmm. to our mm-hmm. business from a marketing standpoint. There's the ability to put news articles out um, and also Facebook posts that are no of no um, cost right. to a company. So there's a marketing component to joining a chamber or a particularly the Harford County Chamber, um, that that I think is invaluable. Um, so through the chamber, I've become involved in things that I wasn't involved in mm-hmm. before because I've met people. Um, I got involved um, because of one of our bank partners who was also a chamber member. Can right. I say can I say who it is? No. Okay. Of course you can. Oh, well, I, did, I didn't yes. know if I, I didn't know, uh, Harco, Third, Harco yeah. Credit Union is one of our is one of our partners. <laughs> and um, they they did a uh, they were doing some um, web webinars. Connie, it's okay to give local businesses okay. a plug. Oh, plug. I didn't know what I'm allowed to say on these things. <laughs> I'm new to this. Um, but anyway, um, so they were doing this webinar um and part of it, or some of it, had to do with Harford County Public Schools. Mm-hmm. So then I got involved from that as USB is now um, on the business advisory board for Harford County Public Schools. Nice. Um, which is, for me personally, is a big deal. Right. Education is a big deal, always has been for me personally. Education and should so, be a big deal for everybody. Yeah, and sure. so I think <laughs> it's, sure. and, and our our company supported um, the Limelight program, which um, is, uh, celebrates um, monthly a mm-hmm. peer-nominated person within the school systems they have a nomination process and it doesn't necessarily have to be just teachers it can be that custodian worker it could be that cafeteria worker it could be human resources teachers um 
um, what are the what are the folks this teaching assistants that are in the yes. classrooms yeah. that help with special needs substitutes. and whatnot substitutes mm-hmm. yeah. and it recognizes them and the business community in Harford County um, stepped up the advisory committee and provides a gift or a you know a something right. each month and our month was December USB's month was December and the recipient received you know Ravens tickets to the Pittsburgh to the Steelers Ravens game in January which we didn't do well but it's always an, <laughs> it's always an awesome game and she was so appreciative she sent me pictures she emailed me pictures of of her and her husband at the game. She had right. never been to a Ravens game. So it was really rewarding. Oh, she's never been? She had never been. Oh, no. wow. It was her first okay. one. But that, you know, so that got, you know, USB involved in something that we would not have, if I hadn't met, right. you know, through the chamber, these different, and gotten involved through these different um, avenues. So I think it's just a good way to expand your, um, you know, your company's reach, yeah. if you will. We are headquartered in Baltimore County, but we do a ton of business in mm-hmm. Harford County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but if you ask anybody in Harford County who's USB, they're going to be like, "What?" Um, but <laughs> through the chamber, yeah. you get yeah. you get your name out there, you get your face out there. Some you know a connection that you know somebody, and um, it's always good for business. See, I think one of the biggest myths about chambers is. And I, this is why I believe a lot of uh, businesses don't join chambers. They think it's just networking, and it's not. No, it's not. It, I mean, the stuff that Angela does, the advocacy and all that. Well, the political um, yes. advocacy. Um, as far as uh, measures that are being um, uh, not only in the state but also uh, out of D.C., that adversely affect small business or business in mm-hmm. general. Um, so, the, and I'm, you know, Donnie, I'm, I'm always, and I do it from my personal email because <laughs> my husband says one day the black limousine's just going to come and pick me up. You know, just helicopters could be flying yeah, over time. I'm always firing off emails to my legislators what I what I agree with and what I don't. But shields coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you have the ability to, you know, as to be an advocate for small business. Yeah for legislation that is not helpful and is going to harm, if anything, harm small business. And there are some pieces of legislation out there now. Um, And so the chamber provides um, the um, Chronicle every Tuesday. They always highlight uh, different legislative pieces that are even put, that are either being represented just in Harford County or at a state level or even at a national level. Right. So um, you can, advocate for or against them depending on what that you know piece of legislature is the legislation is so um it's more than just a networking it's really you know um just total involvement in the community in which you operate your business i just you know so with you guys because i'm still seeing people that are or businesses that are members of the chamber not taking advantage of this sure do you guys actually use the or the online portal? Yes. Do you put stuff in there for like the member to member benefits and all that? Yes. I thought we, I saw you guys had something in there. We do have a member to member benefit. That's what you I are thought. correct. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, like Donnie mentioned before, we do have uh, an arm of our business, um, a sister company called Maryland Local Marketing. Mm-hmm. And through Maryland Local Marketing, we offer something called Maryland Local Deals. And actually, um, what Maryland Local Deals is, is for, for example, if you have a business that 
let's just say you're a restaurant. Right. And you have a special. So maybe you're running for a month, like a Valentine's Day special, mm-hmm. you know, a sweetheart, you know, uh, meal. And the other one is, you know, half price or free right. or whatever. So you're running some kind of special. Could be a hair salon. Could be, you know, really anything. Um, you get, we give that to our members uh, at no cost for a year. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So you can run any special that you have on our Maryland Local Deal site, which is kind of like, if you think about a Groupon, right. that's what Maryland Local Deals mm-hmm. is. So it has 40,000 um, subscribers. Um, and nice. Yeah, so you can go on Maryland Local Deals and you can pick any industry that's on there and you can see what deal makes sense for you. And that's free advertising for your company. So you can advertise on there free for a year. And that's for any member that, you know, uses USB. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't beat that And at it's, all. I think, the cost, if you were to pay for that advertising, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $3,600. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a huge, mm-hmm. huge savings from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. So with the Chamber, and you, I think you more or less answered this already. What's the biggest thing you've gotten out of Harford County, or USB has gotten out of Harford County Chamber of Commerce so far? And I know it's only been a little, little over a year. Yeah. Um, I think that it's just the um, the recognition. The, mm-hmm. you know, people now know our name. Um, they see me at the at the at the uh, networking mm-hmm. events, but I'm also involved in the new business committee, so I have an opportunity to talk to the new members um, when they join. Right. Um, so the biggest thing is really um, customer awareness. Yeah. Um, of who we are. Great. And also, um, there is um, a component to what we do. And I just want to mention it because a couple uh, a couple of our members um, I do. Uh, work with our members of the chamber now um we have products that we a partnership um program that Mm -hmm. we offer um much like we mentioned we partner with banks so we they sell merchant services and we are their provider we also partner with cpa firms we have Ah. uh, yeah we have products that they can actually white label Mm -hmm. um where we provide an audit a no-cost audit and we can look at their clients' uh, merchant processing. Right. We will provide them a comparison, but more importantly, we will provide them with the best practices based on what we see, how their client is um, doing merchant services. Right. <coughs> we can then uh, give them best practices as to how they can lower their costs to pre- uh, process in a more cost-effective manner. Um, we can be the point of contact for their client, or we can be transparent. We can be behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and our CPAs can offer that just as an additional service mm-hmm. that they offer, which That's is another, another sticky product for that CPA. Yeah. And generally, CPAs are often, and a lot of CPAs in Harford County are not only just doing tax preparation, but they're doing the bookkeeping for their customers, Mm -hmm. right? And so they see the pain of the fees that people are paying. So it's a good opportunity for them to, you know, say, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we can look at some cost effect, cost, you know, savings for you. We can take a look and do an audit for you. Is that something that makes sense for you? It doesn't necessarily translate that that person will switch to us. 
We right. Hope, we hope that they will. But at the end of the day, they walk away with education, they walk away with knowledge, and they can use that with their current provider if they want to stay with them to try to negotiate a lower cost or, hey, why didn't we know this and we're processing this way? Um, you know, so it's an additional service. And right. we are also working with, um, we work with an insurance company up here, Lisa Fuller. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. Fuller Insurance. Um, they are a partner of ours as well. Okay. Um, and so um, I like to point that out because that's another component of um, Harper County Chamber. Right. Because, not you know, I'm not really selling USB merchant processing. I'm really selling USB partnerships. Partnerships. That's my role. I, yes. I want to be your partner. I want to develop a, pro- a, a program with you where we can look at your customers and see how we can – you know, give them, give you the tool to give mm-hmm. them additional value. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, no, I know exactly. I did the same thing because when I started Hartford County Living, I did advertising. Yeah. So people could advertise with me. I got rid of that and I started sponsorship packages. So my sponsors, I consider my partners to the point to where if I'm going to make any changes, I contact my sponsors first to make sure they're okay with it. Because if they're not okay with it, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Um, like with my podcast, I'm changing the name of it. But I had to run it through all my sponsors first. Right. And I think one, I'm not going to mention the name of the sponsor, they weren't okay with it because they said Harford County Living, you know, we like that brand. It's like, okay, how can I do this and do it both ways? So I found out, well, Harford County Living is its own brand. So the podcast, I can still change the name as long as it's like Harford County Living Presents. No, okay. And it's still there. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That because, yeah, and, and the thing, it, especially since I'm getting guests on from uh, different parts of the country and world now, and somebody even asked me, he said, well, what's that benef- how's that benefit anybody in Harford County? Well, if I have an author on from another part of the country, they read, mm-hmm. you sure. know, and we've I've already had people contact me that were in California listening and other places that moved here because they heard on the podcast of the great things in Harford County. Sure. So, I mean, I, yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. It just, it's, partnerships are big, big thing. Well, yeah. and it's reciprocal. I mean, you know, we, we often um, get customers who, you know, you're out talking to them about their business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking to them about their processing, but you also are talking to them about their business and how they do business. And, you know, there are occasions where they are not happy with their, and maybe they were doing their processing through their bank. Right. And, you know, depending on who their bank is, if it's a, if it's a national or regional bank, they're probably doing processing with a national mm-hmm. firm, which does not often translate into a good client experience so you know maybe that personal you know, touches right yeah. it's not there it can't be when right. you're when you're regional or national but um you know so maybe they you know were saying i can't get you know i i really don't like my bank or i can't you know well we have you know 11 12 banks and credit unions that mm-hmm. we partner with um or i need uh, my cpa i'm just i'm not happy with my um, CPA, I'm in the market looking for another. Well, we have CPAs that we, you know, we partner right. with. So it's like we also can, in turn, direct business as well. And, yeah. and we like to do that because it really is a partnership. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Tell everybody the website and how to get in touch with you guys again. 
Um, so it's um, www.usbne.com. Northeast. Northeast. <laughs> and our, I was wondering about that at first. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Take the mystery out. <laughs> our phone number is 410. 828. 828 4286. Say, say it again. Don. Say it again. 410 828 4286. Donnie, Connie, <laughs> thank you so much. And I'm going to run an idea by you here. Okay. Thanks for having awesome. Us. Thank oh, you. My pleasure. Thanks, Rich. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hartford Business Beat. If you're a member of the chamber and you would like to come on the podcast, just contact me. Email rbennett, that's two N's, two T's, at harfordcountyliving.com. Again, rbennett at harfordcountyliving.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And we'll go ahead and get it scheduled and get you set up so you can come on. You can tell everybody about your business, whether they're in the chamber or not. They're going to find out more about you. Again, rbennett at harfordcountyliving.com. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and stay busy.